0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Fight FightSite interview. Uh, today, fresh off of his uh, phenomenal uh, Bellator debut, incredible performance. We have the mad lad himself, Mads Bern- Uh First of all, Mads, congratulations on your Bellator debut. Congratulations on that awesome win and your return to the cage from a little bit of a, you know, because everything that's been going on, it's been a while for you. How you doing? How you feeling? Talk to us.
1: I'm feeling good. It was a great fight, great experience being with the Bellator crew, the staff, all the people around Bellator, super nice people, super professional, and yeah, I'm feeling good. I have a stomach full of food and can drink whatever I want, so yeah, I'm feeling good.
0: Um, So for those of you who don't remember, Mads is actually the very first interview that I ever conducted for the fight site. It was a great interview. This one will be even better because... uh, I mean, it's Mads. It's going to be great, so why not? And I kind of know a little bit what I'm doing now with these interviews. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Make sure you uh, go check out that first interview. Tons of great content in there. Mads is a huge fan of combat sports in general, so you get to learn a lot about him and how he grew into the sport and all that. Really go check it out. Make sure you check out thefightsite.com in general. Amazing content. Phenomenal, phenomenal breakdowns, analysis, all that. Check out the Discord if you would like to support us more directly because you get access to exclusive content that you would not have on the regular website. Uh, You can join the Discord, you know, there's everything ranging from $3 just to support us, up to $50 if you want us to scout for you, so tons of stuff. Check out the merchandise website, uh, the YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, really does help us. Um, Leave a comment really also helps us. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, check out hyperbrandfly.com which is a jiu jitsu and lifestyle apparel company phenomenal phenomenal stuff the excellent uh, click the link at the bottom of the website it really does help us Huh. Okay, with all of that out of the way, we got Mads here. So, uh, first off, uh, talk to us about your prep for the fight, because I've been, you know, I see, I see your Instagram stories. You've been training for a while, but talk to us about your prep. When did Bellator uh, reach out to you? When did you sign with them? Talk to us about your journey to getting uh, to the cage
1: in Bellator. <clears throat> so, I signed with Bellator, I think it was in, like, mid-August. Yeah, and then, like, I think I signed. Yeah, it must have been, like, pretty much eight weeks ago. <laughs> that I signed for the fight six, eight weeks ago. And uh, yeah, because of this pandemic thing, they do all kinds of restrictions and then they pull the restrictions and then they put on the restrictions and then they pull the restrictions again here in Denmark. So, so as soon as the pandemic hit, like back in March, I made my basement into a matted room, like walls and the floor and everything. So we just been like four or five guys doing wall wrestling and jujitsu and ground and pound down there. And then I've, I've been doing like when they lifted the the ban, like some of the restrictions, I went to the gym and did my MMA sparring and, and everything down there. So it, 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 the, the camp have been, been going like pretty much as normal. The only difference had been that I've been checking like, once a week for if I had the coronavirus. And right. the guys I've been, like, uh, sparring with, I wanted them to get, like, uh, a test as well. So I don't all of a sudden train with somebody that has the virus, and then I have the virus too. So, yeah, that's pretty much been the been the big difference here. Um.
0: So, once you signed with Bellator, obviously you were in a proper proper camp. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the actual uh, what was their setup with how they're setting up their events and, and with their COVID testing and do you have to quarantine after you got to France? Like what was the actual setup? Yeah, they were,
1: they were super professional. So we had to, it was only our team that got picked up in like our bus. So me and two coaches got picked up in, uh, in, a, in a vehicle. We got the, they drove us to the hotel. And when we came to the hotel, they did a, a test on us, Corona test. And then we had to be in our room until we got the uh, the result from that test that Mm -hmm. was on Monday. And then we stayed on the hotel and then way in day on Friday, we got another test and then we had to get cleared, like Mm -hmm. get the result from that before we could fight. So two tests in one week.
0: Uh, what was the, was there a contingency plan in case somebody did test positive? Like, uh, let's say your opponents or you like right before at the weigh were they going to like, what were the, what was, was there, did they even speak with you about it or they were just like praying? Like, hey, I don't, don't have it. Happening. to be honest, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh,
0: are, are you already back home? Yeah, I'm back home. Okay. So it was easier to get back in and, and do you have to quarantine yeah. now that you're back,
1: that you're back? you have, if you don't have, uh, like a test. Okay. But I got tested, I got Perfect. tested right away, so it's easier in Denmark, like you can just drive to a place, you get tested, it's like free, and then the next day you have uh, the answer. That just sounds wonderful. <laughs> it sounds yeah, really great.
0: nice, not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got to talk about the fight itself, because you fought, uh, it was an excellent performance, I mean, you were kind of just lighting him up on the feet. And he inexplicably shot a takedown on you. So yeah, I was uh,
1: surprised as well.
0: Did you? I don't know if you uh, watched the fight, but you got it, it. We're gonna watch it without sound, but you got to hear the commentary. <laughs> like they were like, "Wait, why is he shooting on Mad? That's a terrible idea. It's <laughs> just it yes, yeah. really, really odd." But um, you know, you, you you agreed to break down the fight in real time, and I can't think of a better person to break down the fight than the guy <laughs> who won. So let's um let's get back. pretty Let first breakdown. Listen, you know what? We're all about bias at the fight site. That's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. our
1: thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if if you read the comments, that is exactly what we do. We're just biased towards certain fighters that we love. Uh, so let's see. We got the site ready to go. and uh, Talk to us uh, about actually prior to the fight, what was the general game plan also? Because uh, uh, what did you see in your opponent's tape and I guess... Tell us what you saw,
1: I guess, when you're coaches. So what I, what I saw on the tape of him was that he was, a. Uh, I think he was like a pretty good fighter all round, but mostly he liked to stand on his feet, right? But the way that I saw his style was, uh, his style was perfect for me. I'm, I'm, I, I thought I was going to tear him up on the feet, to be honest, because he fights like pretty European-like. And the European style of boxing sucks, in my opinion. <laughs> And he not I'm not saying that he sucks, he definitely no, didn't he's, suck. He like much respect to him, but I I just don't prefer that style and I think it's really easy to box against a guy that boxed like European style. So the initial plan was actually to beat him on the feet and yeah, take it from there. But then when he shot on me, from that small little exchange we had of grappling, I could just feel like okay. Yeah. I'm going to have a really, really, really quick night if I just take him down. So, so I was like, well, okay. Then I s- smacked him a couple of times on the feet and went for the takedown and got it. And yeah, it was pretty much it from there. Well,
0: you definitely had an easy time on the ground. So let's take a look at what you did here because
1: you look great. So if, if you can just take it like in small little bits so, we, so I can like keep on keep up.
0: Um, uh, yeah. sure. Yeah. We'll
1: pause it yeah. whenever you'd like to pause and kind oh. of like, yeah. Okay. So the first thing was just, uh, establish range, right? So I just feel him out, see what he's coming with mm-hmm. and try to establish my range. And I'm yeah, the same, establish my range, see what he's doing, see what looks I can get, see where he's open. Yeah. And I pretty much found the range there again, stay out of his, uh, thing. And that left hook, I feel like, oh, he, would, he got a little nervous when I, when I hit him with that left hook. Uh,
0: let's, re- let's rewind it. Let's see what you're talking about here. So what I'm noticing here is that you, there, oh, right there. That one. I see what you're yeah. saying.
1: Yeah. Like, and from there, I was like, okay, I got him down. I got his timing down and all that.
0: I have no idea why he shot. That's <laughs> yeah, a bad idea. Try
1: to, try to go back a little bit. Try to go back a little bit.
0: Oh, sure. Oh, we're going forward now. Let's go back. Let's go back. So where do you want to
1: like there, right before he shoots and I'm and I'm like rolling his punches. So right here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I hit him with the left hook and I'm like, okay, I got his range down. Just stop it there. And uh, and I want I want to still I want to see what he's he's doing. Um, and, he sh- and he punches me, and I actually want to like rock back and come over the top. I think you can kind of see it when I rock back from his uh, straight right hand. But then after the right hand, he shoots. Mm-hmm. So I let's see. Go. So you can see I'm, I'm shot. like, oh, yeah. And then I sprawl. I'm like, okay, that even surprised me. So I thought, try to stop it again. Sure. I thought, either he shoots on me because. He wants me to think that he maybe wants to initiate the ground game. And that way I won't pressure that much forward so he can get a little more space in his boxing or I, I already hit him a couple of times and he might've been like a little nervous. So he wanted to get a little breather and that way he wanted to go for the takedown, uh, in mm-hmm. hindsight, I think it was the latter. Oh yeah. It I definitely, definitely was, seemed like a yeah. panic shot almost yeah. like just, I just to like,
0: Start yeah here. i think it was the
1: latter but i was surprised because i actually went for the necktie right there i went i went for the dars and the necktie but he hand fight he he fought the hands pretty good and he got back up and i was like okay i don't want to use that much energy of like getting this half position so i i i go out of the clinch as you see if mm-hmm. you start it if you started again i'm like okay stay on him stay on him. and i knew the first thing he was going to do was the jab so i hit like overhand Left uppercut overhand.
0: Let's 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 uh, take slip, a look at that. You were slipping that. You slipped that jab.
1: Slip overhand, there uppercut overhand.
0: You see? Yep. And then, and, and you and slipped then, inside.
1: You didn't. You yeah. slipped inside <laughs> to get that
0: overhand over the top.
1: Yeah. So it's overhand, like slip inside, overhand, left uppercut, overhand. And I could was like, oh, he was a little worried. And it, I was kind of like in the flow. And then I could see, okay, the wall is right behind him. Shoot! And I just, yeah. I was riding on the hips, connecting the hands and everything. And then (laughs) you had the most gentle put-down I've ever
0: seen in my entire life. I thought you were going to slam this dude, and you just like... You
1: know what? Slamming is a fucking... Excuse my French. Go for it. Slamming is a waste of energy, in my my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw somebody who said in golf, they say, drive for show and putt for dough. It's the same in MMA. Slam for show, control for dough. That's what it is. Love like, that. I've seen so many, I've seen so many guys that slam the other guy like, ah, boom. And then they knock themselves out. <laughs> they end up in a submission or their dude can slam to, to do a scramble. So it's like, yeah. OK, I just control him. I can just put him down easy and have the control and work from there. And mm-hmm. that was what I did. And
0: as, as we can see, right into the half guard. So you're, yeah. you're, you have good posture, good control, and you're landing yeah. these punches here.
1: Uh, and then I tried to work myself, like at cooking the beans a little bit, passing the guard, and then I tried to get the crucifix. But he, he kind of knew what I was going for. So I just tried to rough him up a little bit uh, with the elbows. But he defended that pretty well. And then you see me in a short bit of time, I go for the north-south but he was resisting uh, quite a lot. So I was like, OK, this is uh, I'm using too much energy. So let me just go back into half guard. Wait a second, just keep going, keep going. See, now I'm going for the north-south. But he's still resisting quite a lot. Like, OK, I'm wasting too much energy. Let me just go back to half guard and sit heavy on his leg and, and smack him. <laughs>
0: I remember you telling Phil uh at the yeah. when he was talking to you, like he's like I was using too much energy and I wanted to conserve and just beat him up.
1: Yeah. And- so there, boom, 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 hitting him a couple of times. He actually I could feel that he tried to go for the armbar a couple of times, but he yeah, didn't really get the chance. Just beating up a little bit. And one more there, you see, I tried actually to go when no, try to let it go, let it go. When oh, the ref stand when the ref stands in front of for the DAS again, but he uh, he defended, and his corner was actually yelling underhook, 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 but he didn't do it. So I just right. kept beating on him. Yeah, that was well, in so this you- pass. I probably should have punched him, and then it was <laughs> just a, ba- a back tick, and uh, put the handcuffs on him, and punch him a little bit, like the wrist control handcuffs. Get the both to, both hooks in and flatten him out. And I tried to work the the rear naked choke, but he was still defending the rear naked choke. It's like, okay, punch, punch, punch. And I think I tried the rear naked choke uh, one more time here, and then I flattened him out again, but he still resists and it's like, punch, punch, punch. And yeah, Mm -hmm. then it was basically it. That was beautiful. And I actually
0: do have a question because a lot of times we often see fighters struggle to control the back like this, like to Mm -hmm. flatten out the hips while Mm -hmm. trying to also punch at the same time. Can you explain how you do so and why it works for you when we see fighters, even at the highest
1: levels, really, really struggle to, to control somebody like that? It's all about not stressing one thing at a time. Always position first. So the first thing I try to do is I try to flatten his, his hips out, and then I try to punch. I don't try mm-hmm. to flatten and punch. So I don't work for the punches before I flatten him out. Okay. So it's so, always yeah, making that's, sure that that's, he's... Yeah, always precision before, like, attacking or submission, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. uh, the the other thing I also noticed specifically is that you do a, a, an awesome job of kind of, like, passing high, I guess is this way I put it? Like, you're controlling yeah. the upper body, but your hips, you're standing, or you're, you're essentially tripoding, and yeah. using that to pass over the legs. Is that yeah. something that you think is more effective than low-passing
1: in MMA? Yeah, I've actually, since the pandemic, like I told you, I've, I've made my basement into a matted area and I've been working a lot on ground and pound and mm-hmm. positioning in ground and pound. Because Jiu Jitsu and MMA Jiu Jitsu is a little different, like you can pass, you can use normal Jiu Jitsu in MMA, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you need it, you need some slight changes to to be able to to punch and get into a good position where you can do some damage. And I've oh, yeah. been working that, so that was actually uh, very nice with this fight. Like all the stuff I worked on in the basement <laughs> came out in this fight. So it's kind of like good. old school uh, MMA training where people just had
0: gyms in their basements. You were, you you boss rooted this, this <laughs> camp essentially. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, the transitional punching is something that we we kind of saw from you in this fight that really, really was something not new, but definitely like a lot more prevalent where you were mm. in between the transitional, the kind of, out, it's always the example people use, but Khabib, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good example to use because he's kind of the poster boy for punching in transitions. He is so good at it. It's crazy. So, yeah. you know, you, you, your successful debut, to say the least. Uh, what is the plan for you now? I don't know how often Bellator works the book necessarily. I don't know what their situation is, but, um, how soon do you want to pop
1: back in? Do you want a, another, like a break and then a full camp again, or do you want to just I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, the, I'm still young. Of course, ideally would, I would like to fight in like February. That That's not cool. a bad time. Do you have That's anybody not... on your radar? No, I'm not the type of guy that calls people out. I have too much respect for people's work to, to call other guys out. But yeah, February would be cool. Uh, then I can have like one month of tapering off and then I can go again. Training. Uh,
0: okay. So. Now let's let's look towards. Um, this So one of the things that um, Phil and I actually were kind of talking about was like your path in Bellator in the featherweight division and stuff like that. Uh, we were actually talking about an eventual. I, I'm I'm very curious. You know, Pitbull. I know yeah. you don't call anybody out, but this is not a call out. This is me asking when you yeah, watch him. Yeah, you know him, I love him. I know. I know you love him. I know we. Uh, we uh, what do you see when you watch him fight? Because like, I, I know that you've got to be scouting him. is
1: eventually your goal, I'm assuming. I see, I see greatness, man. I think he's a great fighter. Like, he's great on the feet, he's great on the ground. He's, he's a great fighter. I haven't thought that by yet, to be honest. Like, like I said in the interview, and I even think, to be honest, it's stupid sitting here talk, talking about it. Uh, <laughs> because, like, I take one fight at a time and like, right. it's small steps, mm-hmm. small steps. For Eventually, sure. I'll get there, but it's not something I I should think about right now. It's like, I think he's a great fighter, and he he should do his thing, and that's it. That's fair. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, so the the next step, I guess, is like what what you're going to be continuing to work on, because like you said, you worked on the ground apparently. worked on. uh are there anything that you watched in the fight that you're taking away that you're like, I feel like I did this incorrectly. To be honest,
1: this fun. fight, I don't
0: really... Think it was kind of, of a perfect fight, so I know yeah. there's not too much to take because away from I, it. I,
1: like, I did some good boxing, I did some low kicks, I did, a, like, a great takedown, I did takedown defense, I did ground and pound, I went for Like, I did it all in that fight, to be honest, so it's, like, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, it was just a great experience. Perfect fight, is to put it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, I guess... Uh, you we, we know your, your plans going forward are just taking baby steps essentially
1: yeah
0: you had a perfect fight no injuries hopefully knock on wood all that good stuff no i,
1: I actually banged my foot up a little bit but that was it. oh okay i take that back so. <laughs> yeah um
0: and a this is more of a uh i was requested to that phil said that he's gonna fuck you up in 2K and, and 2K NBA. He, yeah, yeah, he wants to. He, he he's he's roaring to have that matchup. So uh, I wish you the best of luck, cause. Uh,
1: <laughs> Thank you. Man,
0: he uh he he, he can go. Um, yeah. What's you've now kind of fought in a bunch of different promotions. Uh, I kind of want to just ask about your experience with Bellator. I know you said it was really professional, really well done. Is there any, like, major differences in how they've dealt with you versus, I guess, the UFC or Cage Warriors? Or-
1: I, to be honest, I think everybody in Bellator was super welcoming mm-hmm. when I was there. It was super welcoming and nice and, yeah, nice people. And they made some, it was, like, fun as well. So just, just super experience being around the Bellator guys. Awesome, super professional. I mean, like it's, 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 it's. Of course, it's like one of the biggest promotions in the world, and everything is just running smoothly. And yeah, you yeah, got treated oh. like a king. So that was okay. Like- that's a oh, uh, king, king, king. Mads, let's do it. No, like no, 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 no. But you, you know what I mean. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. I'm a king, but I got treated very, very well.
0: That's good. That, that's honestly. <laughs> considering many of the stories you hear, like, yeah. that's really, really good to hear that fighter
1: being treated well. Um, but to be honest, that was always my feel with Bellator, even though I, I haven't been with them before, but I always felt like it was like a fighter's organization.
0: That was what I was going to ask, because you did say you were hot for Bellator
1: yeah. for a while. Yeah. Is that- like I said, oh, I- it's not even some some shit I'm just saying because I'm signed with them. Like, me right. and my friends, <laughs> we've been watching like, <clears throat> Sorry, we've been watching like the Pitbull brothers and like uh, Michael Chandler and uh, Douglas Lima and and those like Bellator born and bred fighters. It was like whoa, that was like super cool. And then one of my coaches actually used to fight in Bellator as well. So we just could watch that. What? Which coach? Mikhail Palo. He he went to the final back in the in the middleweight tournament against Brennan Ward.
0: Oh, right. oh, okay, okay, I remember Brennan Ward too, so that's, I, okay, I remember that. So I probably have actually seen that fight. Probably. Um, yeah, uh, well, Mads, I, I mean, it, it's unfortunate that uh, this is my fault, so, you know, the fight site guys can blame me, but I do know that um, maybe Phil would definitely want to talk to you um, in the future. I know he mentioned he definitely has a ton of questions, and we've spoken that's about... French, French
1: yeah, right? That's French that's Yeah, the,
0: that's the French king right there. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, I was he... on him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, like, uh, you're very humble. I was like, what? What is uh, humble? <laughs> you mean humble? Ah, okay. There's that thick Jean-Claude Fantin uh, oh, accent. Yeah. He has got a
0: very <laughs> thick accent. He's awesome though. He's a great guy. He and he knows his shit yeah, of fighting, nice, that's nice. for sure. Unfortunately, I am pressed for time because I gotta go oh, uh back to work. I but this. I definitely wanna do this again. Thank you for for spending time with me on this. It was it was awesome to talk to you again. Great seeing you after such an awesome performance too. Thank, thanks for having me and thanks for being like so supportive. I Always. appreciate it. For sure. And I really hope that uh, once the, you know, maybe the vaccine comes around and stuff like that, you get to make it out to New York again. Definitely we would love to actually plan. catch that role. I would love to that's catch the, that role with you.
1: That's the plan, man. I have a a friend who lives in Jersey, and I really want to see him as soon as freaking possible. So that's the plan. As soon as the band lives, I'm there. Let me know, because we're going to have yeah. to make sure we get a role in. I, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Um
0: yeah. Everyone, go make sure that you follow Mads on Twitter. Go follow him on
1: Instagram. If you have, I don't know if you have a Facebook I don't. I have Instagram. And I, but, I, I don't understand Twitter, to be honest. It's weird. <laughs>
0: because, uh, yeah, man.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm eating breakfast right now. Okay. gives a damn. Like,
0: <laughs> whatever. Well, now it's for, like, 96 tweet threads because they only have that, like, 120 character limit or whatever it is or 240. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, I understand it, but... Uh, sure you guys follow mads on instagram send him some love send support um the 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 man is a true chad and a mad lad and we are the mad lads gang here at the fight site so (laughs) make sure you support him uh amazing fighter whenever your next fight is announced please let us know we'd love to talk to you about any prep or whatever it might be um thanks again brother it really um, congrats amazing amazing fight seriously